Hey, I'm Gayatri. Hey, I'm Anupama. And you're listening to Everything Under the Sun. So this week, we're going to talk about some TV shows and movies that we love and we've grown up watching. We're just going to talk about what these pieces of content mean to us and the impression that it's left on us. Right. So I think we'll talk about some of our favorite TV shows first and then we'll talk about the movies we watch. So TV shows is not going to be strictly just English, American, British TV shows. We're going to include some other languages. Anything that's a series is what we're referring to as TV shows. So for today, we'll be discussing three of our top TV shows and three of our top movies. The TV show that's in my third place is this K-drama called It's Okay Not To Be Okay. This K-drama is about two brothers, one of them who's mentally ill essentially and the other one who's a psychiatrist per se but a caregiver really he's like the male nurse at a psychiatry hospital and it's a, a story about how these two brothers meet this girl who has antisocial disorder it's a really fun story it's there's some fiction and there's some sci-fi stuff too but it's really an emotional journey of how these characters grow they meet each other and the experiences that they go through. This show was something I watched very recently but really left a big impact on me in terms of just learning about mental illness because I've learned so much by just watching this. Not giving any spoilers, there are just episodes where they talk about one particular mental illness and the director has done such a good job just capturing visually what a mentally ill patient goes through. I don't think anything that I've watched on the internet in general about mental illness has given me that experience. This was a real visual insight into what a mentally ill patient probably goes through. And it's something that I think everyone needs to learn really. It makes one more empathetic and you can understand where all of these people come from. I recommend everyone just check it out. Sure, it's Korean, but honestly, I think everyone would enjoy it and you could relate to it maybe. Yeah, I think that sounds really interesting. I might actually check it out, even though this isn't the language I usually watch TV shows in. So the third TV show on my list is Jane the Virgin. What the show is about is basically where Jane, the main character, gets accidentally artificially inseminated. So she is a virgin, but because of some mishap in the hospital, she gets inseminated by her former boss. And I think it's a really interesting TV show because it has a really good balance between magical realism and telenovela, you know, things you only see in the TV show. But it also talks about some real grave incidents that take place in all of our lives. It has a lot of diversity in the show. So one of the characters is Czech, one is Latino, one of the characters is Black. I think there is a good representation on the show. They also talk about issues like immigration, dealing with health issues like cancer. So I think it really spreads over a wide range of topics. And the main character basically is an aspiring author because she has a baby much before she had planned to. That whole plan is thrown off and her relationships with her parents, her then fiancé is also thrown off. And I think it's a really interesting show with a lot of twists. So I, I know a lot of people listening to this will think it is your regular sitcom or just another show about love, but it genuinely covers a lot of topics. It gives everyone their right storyline. So it isn't just about the main character. All of the characters get their due diligence and there are a lot of unsuspected twists. So I think it's genuinely a really interesting show and people should think about watching it.
Oh, well, honestly, just off of the name, I had the impression that it was just going to be another American sitcom, but this sounds super interesting, and I think I'm actually going to check it out. So, for my second place, Haha Fun, is the show called The Good Place. In recent times, I think this is one of the only English TV shows that kept me engaged enough to get through all four seasons. But it's truly a very unique topic that this show covers. It's about what happens after you die, essentially. I really don't want to give any spoilers, but it's the concept of how there's a good place and there's a bad place that you can go to after one dies. And the system of how people's lives on earth are evaluated and you are sent to these places. The kind of things that you can experience in the good place and the kind of things that you can experience in the bad place. And it is a sitcom. So another thing that I was really impressed by in this show is the writing. It's so well written and there are so many jokes that I got only when I rewatch certain episodes. But it's truly a well-written show and the direction and everything is also top-notch. The cast has also done such a great job. It's very funny but also touches upon pretty deep concepts of what could possibly happen after death. Also, the existence of God and such. It's a witty take on it, I'd say, but it's very, very engaging and funny. And really makes you think about a lot at the end of the day, to be honest. Yeah, so initially I was very reluctant. So I usually don't watch TV shows, any new TV shows. I'm not the kind of person to just simply explore TV shows. And very reluctantly I watched this, but I absolutely fell in love with it. And I think I watched the entire season in like less than a week, if I'm not wrong. So I think I made Gayatri, I forced Gayatri to watch this on Netflix party with a bunch of other friends. But it was so much fun. I think after that, she just took it upon herself to finish it because it was so good. Everyone should just definitely check it out because it's such a good show. And the second TV show on my list is one that is loved by many, which is Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I don't think I have to say a lot about this show, but in case you haven't seen it already, it's basically a show where NYPD detectives solve crime. But they also tackle a bunch of other issues. There are some really complex but very sweet and loving relationships on the show. The relationship between the captain of the uh, 99 precinct and his detectives also is also really nice. You see the relationship between the members grow and I think it's a really fun thing to watch. Apart from that, I also think it's one of the most politically correct shows and it's super hilarious and funny. There's not one episode where I felt bored or dull. Not just because they're fighting crime, but also the way they've written the show is absolutely amazing. Brooklyn Nine-Nine is something that even I really enjoy watching. It's something that I just binged through and I finished all the seasons within a week or so. But it was so funny, so well written. And another thing to point out here is that The Good Place and Brooklyn Nine-Nine are written by the same writer. So truly the goddess of comedy. And he also, fun fact if you didn't know, wrote The Office and Parks and Recreation, which I haven't seen these two shows yet, but I plan on doing so because I've heard these two shows are incredible as well. But yeah, getting down to our top TV show on this list, just to reiterate, this isn't like our top three of all time by any means. It's just a list of TV shows that we watched recently and we really like. For me, it's an anime which I really enjoy watching and it's called Full Metal Alchemist. It's one of the first animes that I watched. It's something that I rewatch whenever I have the time to because it's just so good. So this is Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Usually people have the perception that anime is super long, but this is not that long. This is about 64 episodes. 
you feel great if you think about it because an episode of anime is just 20 minutes right so this anime is about two brothers really one of them that loses his whole body and while the other loses his arm and a leg because they try to reincarnate their mother through this particular alchemy resurrection process it's a fictitious anime but it's been really well portrayed and the way that the character arc develops and the way that world has been created that fictitious world has been created and the characters have been defined as super interesting and another important topic that this show covers is family and it's an emotional roller coaster in all honesty and i don't think i've cried harder watching anything in my life but it makes you laugh makes you cry but this is a show that's really wholesome at the end of the day but also there's a lot of action and i think this is something that anyone who's starting anime and wants to dive into that world you could probably start off with this anime because it's something that everyone can kind of relate to this is one anime that i've loved for so so many years and it's something that i really love rewatching also because i understand more from it every time i watch it so yeah i think that's my top show for the day So honestly when you said full metal alchemist I did not expect it to be about this I thought it was some kind of action show so I'm actually really intrigued once I heard you talk about the show I think that's the general perception about anime that it's all aggressive and crazy and it's cartoon but trust me I don't think there's a sector of content where it's more emotionally mature and I've learned life lessons just by watching anime I That's so cool I feel like it's something that if you watch as a kid you will learn things differently but the older you grow and the later you watch it in life the more you learn from it and you view it differently because there's just so much to take away from it it's not cartoon by any means but yeah so my number one top tv show and if you guys know me in real life you better know this <laughs> otherwise i'll be really disappointed but yeah my number one tv show is of course gilmo girls which i know a lot of people haven't seen it because yeah, i saw that coming wow. <laughs> yeah but it is a relatively old show in the it was made in the 2000s it's about this mother and daughter who have a relationship that's not like most mother daughters you see because their age gap is 16 years they're a lot closer than the average mom and daughter and the person who wrote this show amy sherman paladino has the most amazing witty writing style which i honestly love there are so many pop culture references and the show is very fast paced so maybe in the beginning few seasons it wasn't as fast paced but as the show progresses it's very witty very fast paced which i honestly love the actors as well do such an incredible job portraying each of the characters one of my favorite things on the show is to see the contrast between two relationships so basically one between the grandmother and the mother which is very cold they're not as close and then is between the mother and the daughter which they're a lot more friend like they're best friends basically so it's a very sweet and warm show it's kind of my comfort show so whenever i'm down whenever i'm sad i just put on an episode of gilmore girls and suddenly the world feels like it's a better place already i genuinely think everyone should try to watch the show i know it's not everyone's cup of coffee but they also explore a lot of areas so I don't want to give away too much about the show but the relationships are very very realistic so not everyone is perfect on the show a lot of the main characters make mistakes which make you hate them but I think overall it's a show that just makes you feel like 
you're with them. It's about small town comfort. It's about knowing your neighbors. At the end of the day, it's just about, you know, being home and being with the people you love. And that is the kind of feeling you get when you watch that TV show. You really feel like you are friends with the characters, which I think is a really incredible thing about this show. Yeah, so Gayatri also forced me to watch this show. And I honestly really enjoyed it. It's just a cup of coffee, to be honest. It's so heartwarming. It's so wholesome. But also somehow very human and very real. The characters are definitely people you would identify in your own lives. And you could relate with the characters. And it's a journey that you go on with the characters. I haven't finished the show, to be honest. But I'm definitely looking to finish it. It's definitely a show that I think people should give it a shot. And you should all watch it. Because if you're feeling down, you just feel all warm inside. And it's just a good feeling to have after watching the show. Yeah, especially if I am ever sick, which happens really often, unfortunately, this is my go-to show. And I also love how realistic they are about, you know, in most TV shows, they don't show the characters doing schoolwork or studying. But this show really shows the daughter and her classmates really working for that dream of theirs, really, you know, putting in the effort to get into the college they want to. And the mother as well. So she basically had Rory, who's the kid when she was 16 years old and she had to work from having absolutely nothing to finally being a business owner. So I think it's really great to see that transition. Another thing I'd like to point out that this show is about 20 years old, right, if I'm not wrong? Yeah, yeah, it is. So it's a show that's really stood the test of time. And I think something that really portrays how well the show has been made is if you can watch it after 20 years and feel like it's not crazy. It's truly something that is timeless and you can watch at any point in your life and you just end up feeling all good because it's that good. But yeah, so uh, moving on from TV shows, I think we'll jump right away into our story movies. Yeah, so my number three movie on my list is a Malayalam movie, actually. It's called Bangalore Days. Again, a very wholesome, just warm kind of movie. It's just a comedy drama about three cousins who are very close. And they go on this journey to, you know, share their lives with each other, to share their work and their relationship. It's another movie that really focuses on family and the importance of family. So I think overall, the acting and the direction for this movie were really good. The songs in the movie are also absolutely amazing. I still listen to them. And whenever this movie is on the TV, my entire family comes together and watches it, which is really great because there's nothing that feels better than having that one comfort movie you can watch with your family at any time. So even if you don't understand Malayalam, I highly suggest that you try to watch this movie. I agree. This is also a movie that's very, very close to my heart. And it's a light movie, but also covers some deep topics. The movie just takes you on a journey of these three cousins. It really shows how real relationships work and how these characters grow with each other after moving to Bangalore. And being Bangaloreans is something that we could also relate to. And I had a lot of fun identifying places that I knew and stuff in this movie. But truly, the writing is so good. There's not a wasted shot in this movie. Everything that went into this movie was worth it and added to it. And it was just truly a perfect movie. And I just like to highlight how good the Malayalam movie industry is. With Malayalam movies, the importance of portraying stories visually is so important. And it's 
what really builds the core of this industry and it's so well done in kerala it's very underappreciated i think in general i know that a lot of movie industries in india is all about the glamour and the glitz but malayalam industry i think is truly one of the core parts of the indian movie industry that really makes some good cinema and portrays some good stories that people should really watch and yeah i absolutely agree with that i think it's very authentic the malayalam movie industry is super genuine and authentic it's really more about the story and the plot than any of the other things like the songs or the direction or anything else while those are incredibly good as well i think it really sticks to simple portrayal of stories and i think that's what i love most about malayalam movies yeah so coming on to my third movie on my list is the movie up it's an animated disney film and it's just the most wholesome animated film of all time This movie is about this grandfather who's really adamant about not giving up his house to this construction company that wants to take it for some business venture. It takes you on a journey of how that grandfather lived his life and the wholesome relationship that he had with his wife. And honestly, if you don't cry watching that clip, you do not have a heart. But it was such a wholesome movie. And where the story really starts is when this kid comes to tell him some cookies the grandfather plans on taking his house with him because he doesn't want to give it to the construction workers so he uses the helium filled balloons and he ties it all around his house and the house just gets lifted and this kid is stuck in the house with him and the story of how they kind of go around the different places in america in this house is just floating around it's a very cute animated film it really takes you on a journey of how the grandfather grew up family in general and and just the differences in age right so like a grandfather who's already lived his life and he's now embarking on this journey but also accompanied by this child who's with him unexpectedly and the differences in point of views they have on different things that happen is really cute and nice to see but it's definitely one of my favorite animated movies of all time so yeah i think everyone should definitely watch it if you haven't So the second movie on my list is Interstellar which I'm sure a lot of you have seen it with the incredible direction by Christopher Nolan and the soundtracks by Hans Zimmer who is honestly a musical legend. The story basically follows people figuring out that there's this blight or crop disease that is going to destroy the planet. So now they have to save mankind by transporting everyone on that planet to another planet using a wormhole. So while the story does tackle very complex problems about the universe it's also very much about family it's about father making a promise to his daughter that he will return after finding a solution so the direction will honestly keep you on your toes the movie is very emotional and the actors and hathaway and matthew mcconaughey do a brilliant job at portraying the characters it's honestly a movie i can watch several times but yeah it's just a really hopeful movie it gives you a lot of hope it's very inspiring and that's honestly one reason why i can watch this movie several times yeah i agree interstellar is honestly such a acclaimed film worldwide so i don't think there's too much to add on to that so the second movie on my list is another super famous film It's Inception. This is a movie that was released in 2010. It was directed by the legendary Christopher Nolan. I don't think this needs too much description on the storyline or anything, but it's just such a good movie. I think the first time I watched it, I was so in love with the direction and the way the story unfolded. 
because you just couldn't predict what was going to happen next. And it was such a new concept at the time, just lucid dreaming and things like that. But it was so well portrayed. There were so many twists and turns in the film. It just kept you watching the whole way through. I think what the movie did best was really dumbing down these complex ideas and concepts of lucid dreaming, really planting an idea on someone else's brain such that everyone in the audience can understand what's going on. So it's a movie that I learned a lot from while watching, but also the direction, again, the soundtracks that are in this movie are so good. Yeah, like you said, Inception is another favorite of mine as well. And I think something that Christopher Nolan does really well is once you watch his movies, you're always questioning things around you. You're thinking more. So I, like you said, he does dumb down whatever concept he is trying to uh, explore in his movies in such a way that it is attractive to the layman. So I think that is a very difficult skill to master. And I definitely think he has done that. So the number one movie on my list is Drumroll, although I don't think we're going to insert a drumroll. <laughs> Yeah, the number one movie is Zindagi Na Milegi Tabara, which is a Hindi movie. All of you must have seen it, but I'll quickly brief it. It's about three friends who take a trip to Spain, who conquer their fears and also discover a lot about their friendship, about their relationships and just about life. So the movie kind of starts with, you know, three childhood friends trying to plan this trip before one of them, Kabir, gets married but everyone has work commitments, but they somehow take this trip and then they realize that their friendship dynamic has not changed, even though it's been so many years. And I think that's really sweet to see. It's something that I really want with my friends as well when I am that old. So the movie itself shows them choosing three things that they're afraid to do and all of them are going to conquer those fears together. So yeah, I think this movie is just a portrayal of how when you are around your best friends, they really bring out the best in you. And it's just a really fun movie to watch over and over again. I think I've seen this movie several times. Yeah, and I think it's a movie that really shows that you live only once and you should take that leap of faith to do things when you want to do it. Because later in life, you just don't want to have regrets over things you didn't do. Like the title, Zindagi na milegi dubara. You just have to do everything that you want to do when you have the time to do it. Also... The dialogues in this movie are just pure gold. Even the songs in this movie, the lyrics of all the songs, the writing in this movie has been done so well. There are just some quotes that are going to remain with me for the rest of my life that are from this movie. But yeah, it's a movie that really was a fun, chill watch, but also taught you a lot without you realizing that these were life lessons. But yeah. yeah, whenever I see this movie, I've always get in this, like, I want to embrace everything in my life kind of mood, which is a great feeling to have once you're done with the movie. It makes you feel really motivated and inspired. Yeah, it's a very happy, bright movie, but also with a lot of lessons to offer. So I think it's a truly amazing movie and you should watch it if you haven't already, which is what, why, why haven't you watched it yet? So my top one movie on my list is The Pursuit of Happiness. And it's Happiness with a Y. So this is a movie that was released in 2006. And this has Will Smith and Jaden Smith, his actual son, as the leads of the film. So this is a true story, by the way. This is a story about Chris Gardner, who takes up this unpaid internship at this brokerage firm. 
after he loses his life earnings trying to sell a product that he had invested in it's a story that really goes through his life's journey and how he came up to the point in his life where he was able to establish his company and really become successful but this story is more about the struggle to get there and the journey that he had to go through it's a story that really portrays desperation and a man's love for his family and his willingness to give up everything for them how during hard times people give up but then also get back up on their feet to find different ways just to live it's a story about survival and how this man decides to give it his all to get through life and really make it you can just see how this smart man who would have been destined to do great things in his life had to go through all of these horrible circumstances because of this one mistake that he made what i really learned from this film is that regardless of the mistakes that you make you should really work your way around it really just give it your all and most of all we shouldn't go forgo our family for it because he's also raising his little son pretty much on his own with the support of his wife also but you can see how hardships strain relationships and how you have to overcome all the stats to really make it but it's a truly truly inspirational story and i really cried so hard while watching this movie there are certain scenes that just broke my heart and it's horrible that a human being had to go through all of that in all honesty but it's a truly touching movie and is again something that what 14 15 years old now but even if i watch it to this day i think i will cry because those emotions and the basic human struggle is something that we'll never get rid of in this world I think just for some special mentions for the day there were a bunch of things we could have mentioned because we had what three movies and three TV shows picked for head but yeah TV shows first I think we have to mention friends because we have to and <laughs> yeah I mean I grew up watching that show and even though I may not completely resonate with it now it's still a show that shaped my personality if I can dare to say that it's a great show to watch when you want to have a laugh I think it's a definition of timeless because it's a show that's what 20 23 years old but then to this day is relevant. Yeah, what are some of the other TV shows you really I enjoy? Think, uh, Sherlock. I mean Sherlock is a show that doesn't have too many episodes but that's because every episode is gold. That craftsmanship with which this show was made is just top notch and so good because There's just so many ideas and concepts that this show portrays so well. And though Sherlock himself is this very fictional character in a way, but he has so many aspects to him that is also very relatable. And I think that balance of reality versus fiction was really well balanced in this show and is truly a great watch. Yeah, I think for me, some shows I definitely have to mention are House MD, How to Get Away with Murder, Big Bang Theory please don't attack me if you don't like the show now moving on to our special mentions for movies what are your special mentions for movies yeah so i think for me for malayalam movies i want to mention premam and traffic those are two really really good movies i definitely recommend anyone to watch it hindi movies i think i have to mention ye jawani hai diwani same i think this is my life's movie like it's something that i've just watched a billion times but is so good and again the songs are great in this movie i think this is one of those movies with the best set of sound music those songs are just too good and even the acting and 
the dialogues and everything. It's just youth, right? I think it's the perfect definition of youth. Yeah, and I think another one is everyone loves this movie is Three Idiots, which I don't have to say anything much about this movie. It's just relatable. It's funny and it's great. Yeah, and Three Idiots is a movie that has surprisingly taken over the world. Like if you talk to a person who's not from India, the one movie that he probably knows Three Idiots, and that's a very surprising fact that I think not a lot of people know. But it's super popular abroad also, and. Truly deserving of the fame too because it's just such a good movie. Dream, but I think three days is really what everyone wants their college life to be like. For my special mentions, I have uh, Dil Darakni Do, which is another Hindi movie which is not brought up as much when people talk about great movies. But it's one movie that I really, really enjoyed. And though it is a masala entertainer in some sort, the movie really developed, and I loved the way that the story really peaked towards the end. Because I think there were about thirty minutes left, and everything just was hitting the roof, and was just messy and bad. And I was like, how are they going to fix everything in thirty minutes? And I think what I took away from it is that you don't necessarily have to fix it. Yeah, I I really love this movie too. I think it's super underrated. And a lot of people don't talk about how good it is. Yeah, and another movie that I have to mention that I watched recently is Jojo Rabbit slash Yojo Rabbit. It's about the Second World War. And the great thing about this movie is that it's been portrayed in such a witty and humorous way. Like you wouldn't think of something as grave as the Second World War is something you could portray in a light manner. But this movie has nailed that. I did not expect a movie about World War Two to be so great. Like while they showed the grave aspects about the World War Two. They also showed it from a kid's perspective. So what the movie is about is the kid is so inspired by Hitler that he thinks that Hitler is his best friend, and that's such a unique concept if you really think about it. And because of that portrayal, the movie just flows so nicely and it's been done so well. And the direction is incredible. Every frame is so nice and well taken. But this movie is definitely something that all of you should watch. I think we're done for the day. This was kind of a long episode, and I did see it getting this long in all honesty because we were covering TV shows and movies. I definitely think we have a lot more things to talk about, so we'll probably do a part two or more. We'll talk about more stuff that we watch. And- yeah, so- thank you so much for tuning in and listening. If you guys love some of the movies or TV shows we mentioned, please let us know. Yeah, do let us know, and we'll probably make a part two, part three, and bring up all star and talk more about movies and TV shows. So thank you for tuning in. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye.